Hello and welcome back to Podcasting is Praxis. I'm David, my pronouns are he and him. I'm James, my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. I'm Rob, mine he and him. And I'm Alistair, my pronouns also he and him. Full house tonight. Yeah, yeah. everybody's here. Hooray. And have we, boy, have we got such sights to show you. Yeah, the excitement is all downhill from here. Because um, Rob told what me what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> what a day. What a glorious day. <laughs> yeah. uh, shall, we, shall we just start proceedings? Let's um... die glorious on the Fury Rochdale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let us start exactly there. Uh, just for those of you who might not might have missed a, a, a day of, of wild excitement and you know very forensic politicking, um, Labour <laughs> dropped its support for uh, Azar Ali, uh, its can- candidate in the Rochester. Uh, no, Rochdale, not Rochester. No, Rochdale, sorry. Um, by-election. Um, Starbuck, of course, called this, called this a, you know, showing that he was taking decisive action against anti-Semitism and so on and so forth. Of course, this was after they spent all weekend briefing that actually uh, it wasn't so... It, yes, it might have been anti-Semitic. <laughs> this was an incredible bit. Actually, I'll just quote it in full. Um, they sent out Nick Tobas Simons, who's apparently a shadow minister of some variety, uh, who told the BBC's Radio 4 Today program Azhar Ali had fallen for, quote, an online conspiracy theory and that he understood the gravity of the offence that had been caused. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's it's fine to be anti-Semitic as long as you fall for an online uh, conspiracy theory. I'm sure this... Wait this, a minute, Rob! What's this I'm hearing about a mural from 2016? No, that was the you know that was the oh, most. Oh, sorry, that was different. And, that was different. Yeah, that was very yeah, very. Deeply did a shadow different. minister come out and support then? Because like you know what I mean, you've got to have the support of the shadow council, otherwise you'll never rule the fucking twelve kingdoms or some piss. I don't fucking know. <laughs> You're the one that plays Warcraft. You tell me what it's about. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Corbyn was corrupted by. Um... <laughs> The fucking crown or whatever. What was it he actually said or did? Like, oh, what well, Ali said that um, October seventh was an inside job by Israel, which yeah is wrong. <laughs> like, let's be real. <laughs> like, <laughs> clarification required urgently. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, basically, yeah, that, like but, just... that's, but that was before the weekend. That was the stuff, you know, that's the casual online uh, uh, conspiracy that, you know, you just, you, you, you get sometimes. So, so like, what, did they, did they rig the fence with Semtex? Where they, like, did the same contractors that George Bush hired go? Or? No, basically, they just gave the entire IDF um, the day off. <laughs> right, okay, that's so stupid. I mean, it's it's profoundly fucking stupid, yeah, but... So Labour have been this guy and he's off doing, like, fucking Loose Change 2 on YouTube now or something. Yes, but it took it took them how long, like... A full weekend. A day and a half? Yeah, because Lisa, they first sent Lisa Nandy out to campaign for him. It would have been funnier had they sent Ed Miliband, who is just, like, I mean, you know, it's so, it's Labour's so biggest fucking... bitch. It's so fucking funny, right? This is literally the funniest way that this any of this could have played out. If they just, if he had 
the recording of him saying all this shit about October 7th, that comes out, they sack him off, like, distance themselves from him, whatever. It's a fucking by-election in an election year. Who gives a shit? Even if Labour did or didn't win it, it doesn't fucking matter. But they've left it two days for uh, everyone to go, hang on, this fucking stinks. Why haven't you sacked him when you guys are the anti-Semitism hunters extraordinaire? <laughs> and they've gone, oh, actually, actually, you're probably right. We probably should sack the prick. And they're not getting any credit for it because they left it so long. It's like I mean, the funniest fucking to... thing of all of this huh. was, was that they, like, you know, speaking of the anti-Semitism hunters, like the people who were, like, completely insane during the Corbyn years, the Jewish voice for Labour... Sorry, the, J- oh, the, yeah. the Jewish labor movement people, you know, like Adam Langleben and like that crowd of like true fucking hysterics. <laughs> like they all spent like their entire weekend saying, oh, you know, yeah, he said a bad thing. Actually, but, you, know, you have he, to be a hard nosed pragmatist at times like this. And it's like, hold on a fucking second. <laughs> no, they were all like, look, he said a bad thing, but he sincerely apologizes. And, you know, he, he can oh, learn okay, and then. be an that's ally again. Fine. Yeah, no, it's it's all right. That's absolutely cool. I mean, I, I imagine that that went down really well, and everyone went, "Well, it's very grown up of him to admit he was wrong, to grow from his mistakes, sign a leadership, all that kind of shit." Yeah, yeah. All my all my losses was lessons. I say after fucking <laughs> backing a Facebook anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. Well, I mean, you know, but but it, as it turns out, the 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 true root of the conspiracy was, um, you know, revealed by, and I'm going to use the term very lightly, uh, journalist uh, Lee fucking Harpin, um, oh, was it, who was said it Corbin. Yeah, actually, the, because the recording that was made of Ali was made. Fuck's sake, Jeremy, get your shit together, man. <laughs> No, the, the recording of him saying, you know, uh, um, Israel deliberately uh, invited this attack was made by, quote, a Corbyn-supporting local figure. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> That's just so, so they would have gotten, they would have gotten away everywhere. with their anti-Semitism if it wasn't for that dastardly Corbyn, who is both anti-Semitic and not anti-Semitic because he, you know, he doesn't want to protect his anti-Semitic friends. <laughs> make it make sense. I double fucking dare you. I am. I have transcended anti-Semite and philo-Semite. I'm something <laughs> new entirely. <laughs> I mean, he synthesis. Protect- yeah, the synthesis is he would have protected him if it had been a mural. Clearly, <laughs> the synthesis is. I think bagels are okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have become a creature of pure Semitism. You cannot stop me. Um. <laughs> Falafel, yes. Bagels, all right. <laughs> I'll just play the Palestinian chicken episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm and be done with it at this point. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, yeah, also Channel 4 just like just now uh, pre- like as its leader graphic for like its news bit on um, this story, managed to find a picture of Azar Ali standing next to Jeremy Corbyn. Because, <laughs> you know. Oh, that what? is commitment to the bit. That's really good. Doing what? Receiving orders? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting yeah. a funny hat on him. Is it like, did they have like a picture of Kier and him signed next to a canal? And then he like phases out of that picture and appears in another picture next to Corbin? Is that how it's worked? <laughs> I think that was Back to the Future. Mm, yeah, clearly. <laughs> we've, not, we've not touched on, though. Um... What's his face? Was it Graham well, imagine, Jones? no, actually, that's a, that's something that's never I've never considered before. What if, like, as Marty McFly's family members disappeared from the photograph in 1985, they reappeared next to Stalin somewhere? <laughs> 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 I 
Marty, we have to go back. Western Europe has fallen to communism. (laughs) (laughs) We have to give Hitler the bomb. You don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Ali has now been uh, suspended from the Labour Party. So even if he does end up winning in Rochdale, um, he'll sit as an independent next to, you know, Kate Ozebor and a whole bunch of other people who are now, you know, apparently all the same uh, these days. Of course, will he, this... Uh, p- will he be voting independently, do you think, Rob? <laughs> I mean, the the you know, of course, now what's happened is because Rochdale is like George Galloway's fucking up there as well. And, you know, like, if you mm. do not vote for George Galloway, just stay fucking at home. But yeah, they had an amazing. The Guardian had an amazing quote about all this from. Stay indoors. <laughs> it's for your own personal safety. <laughs> Do not think about the hat. <laughs> yeah, if you hear if you hear two deep honks from the sirens, it means George Galloway has his guns out. And he can't. <laughs> yeah, if you hear the sound of spurs, don't investigate. <laughs> <laughs> under no <laughs> under no circumstances are you to leave the house at high noon. None, never. <laughs> Stay indoors <laughs> for your own safety. <laughs> at most, put out a small bowl of milk outside your door. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, the Guardian had the following fucking incredible quote because, like the so, there's some fucking Tory I don't remember his name and some Lib Dem who cares, but they also have uh, you know former noble Labour MP who was hounded out of the party during um, the Corbyn years, Simon Danzuk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, well, what I should was he say he out for. Oh, just uh, no just, reason. Fibophilia. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah. That's not libel. No word of a lie. Uh, it's like it's like your fucking your stopped clock is right one you know once or twice a day depending on whether it's digital. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think oh. that's how that saying goes. Yeah. yeah like that. I just, uh, I'm, I'm very. I'm... I got that. Out, I got that out of a fortune cookie once. <laughs> it was like removing a tapeworm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, quote oh, the Guardian. Job. A local Labour insider said that some activists will seriously consider throwing their support behind Simon Danzuk, the disgraced former Labour <sighs> MP for Rochdale, who was suspended from the party after sending inappropriate messages to a teenager. Quote, Simon may be the best way of keeping George Galloway out, a source said. It's between the devil and the deep blue sea. So, you know, mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you could also, once again, <laughs> top tip from this podcast... Not vote. Stay at home. Mm. Lock your doors. Yeah. Avoid George Galloway. <laughs> exactly. But if you don't vote, you'll get put in a camp with all the like other disgusting queers and minorities, and I hope you enjoy that. I will. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> as long as I don't have to listen to fucking, like, do you know what I mean? Vote blue no matter who cunts on the internet. What these libs <laughs> don't understand is that I'll be at the camp first, so I get to choose the top bunk. Yeah, that's true. yeah, they're, exactly. they're fucking up. <laughs> they just—they haven't taken your 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 rationality into account yet, David. Therein lies their problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk but pragmatism, if, but they never think about the real details. But if you wanted some like really like top grade uh, political analysis, 
Uh, we return once again briefly to the Guardian, and this time it's Helen Helen Piss, uh, she of the yeah. Andrew Twenty Man Peter yes. saga. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> are we going to hear about some fire in belly here? Are we? No, actually, the exact reverse. Um, this is. I'll just read you a little bit. Uh, this Milk is her of magnesia and belly. I was, was going to say <laughs> belly in belly in fire, and she's like just reporting on a fucking barbecue or something. <laughs> Uh, now, this is her political analysis. Um, Thousands of people will probably still vote for Ali, not out of any personal loyalty or adherence to the same conspiracy theory that Israel was in on the 7 October attacks, but because most people do not pay much attention to any political news. If they vote, wow. they do for a party and not an individual. Wow. During Incredible. a two-day... During a two-day visit, two visit to Rochdale last week, The Guardian encountered as many constituents who were unaware there was a by-election as those with a view about the contest. But here's, 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 the, here's the winner paragraph. This is nothing against the people of Rochdale. Outside Westminster, most people no longer listen devotedly to Radio Force Today program or buy a daily <laughs> newspaper. With so much streaming entertainment, they aren't glued to the daily news. Oh, my fucking word. Like, get a real job, Helen. That's incredible. <laughs> who, I, wonder, yeah. I wonder whose fault it is that journalism in this country has fallen to such a nadir that we are, that, that journalism in, in the UK is like the most distrusted. I'm going to stop uh, right there Europe. because it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're too, you're too busy eating your avocado, avocado Netflixes uh, to yeah. pay attention to the news to know that a pointless by-election is happening between a fuckwit, an anti-Semite, and some other fucking also-rans. Like, yeah, amazing stuff. <laughs> amazing use of your time to pay attention too to this Too interesting then the Tiger King and not the King. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Shaking my damn head, yeah. <laughs> Enough about Galloway. Uh, but yeah, like this, but like just just the sheer fucking arrogance of you know, like the northern correspondent to just wander in and say, "Oh yeah, actually, people here don't don't care." You know, they just they they're too attracted to their Netflix and their gigors to pay attention. And to they're politics. right to do that. Yeah, yeah what, they, I mean, whether or not difference? they're right or not, what but just like difference? the. F- the fucking arrogance but it's like if it just if they just said yeah they don't vote because they don't give a shit because they hate all politicians that would be a real answer but no the answer she gives is oh no they're just all watching they're all, yeah, all at home no, watching Rob, netflix yeah the uh the apathy is autochthonous like it just springs out of the ground like there's no there's no reason why these people don't care they just prefer their uh avocado netflixes that's that's all they care about uh, yeah. i'm not going to interrogate yeah. any possibility that i might in some way be responsible for this situation yep. they're all just sat in a cave watching the reflection of like marvel's avengers on the wall or something <laughs> <laughs> probably much fucking happier for us <laughs> <laughs> not even having access to the realm of pure idea marvel that you know the journalist has that's it's a sad state of affairs um no but <laughs> but it's it you know but not you know none of us live in the westminster bubble and yet we we're, we're closing in on uh, did i not tell you episodes. oh cool are you, are you in the house of lords too yeah but don't tell anyone you'll find out soon <laughs> enough <laughs> oh. 
Oh, Rob, can, can we talk about um, like how oh. all of this has happened before and all of it has happened again? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about some cycles of eternity. Uh, yeah, um, like half an hour ago or some shit, uh, Labour binned another candidate. <laughs> yeah, oh, Graham no. Jones, MP. Yeah, but he's a piece of shit anyway. You know, I. <laughs> I don't care. Anyone who stands for labels is a piece it, of shit. So, but it's, like, it's <laughs> the reason why is fucking incredible because uh, he referred to Israel as fucking Israel, which, like, fair enough. And also, not yeah. really anti-Semitic because, like, you, uh, no. whatever. But like, it is very funny that um, Labour has turned the word Israel, well, the words Israel and Israeli into, like, a magic spell you can cast on yourself by saying them that expel you from the Labour Party. <laughs> I've been encouraged the trick, to go further. One weird trick to get them to stop sending you those fucking emails. <laughs> <laughs> fucking emails is dancing with fire there, Alistair. That's awfully close. <laughs> It's lovely. I'm just. You I'm can't so happy spell Ishmael happy. without e- Nah. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like, but he was like with one any of the, luck, they like, just fully fucking double down on this shit, and then when the time it gets to an election, they just actually have no candidates to stand. Yeah. Fine. Finally, it is. It is a Luke Akehurst moment to run as MP for the entire country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because he was at the back of the spiral firing squad. <laughs> when uh, when David wished on the cursed monkey's paw that he wanted to nuke the country, I don't think that was quite what we were going for. Because uh, this is what I'll take, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Firmer measures are just needed sometimes. It's it's important. Mm-hmm. So I assume everything else in labels going fine. Oh yeah, no, we're spending a lot of money on the environment. Uh, uh, I th- mm. ah. Rats. Mm. No, we're not anymore. <laughs> nope. Womp womp. I mean, we weren't going to fucking vote Labour, and I hope nobody listening to this was going to fucking vote Labour, but, like, you know, it is incredible scenes that, like, you know, again, to the people who aren't watching Netflix because they're too stupid, according to Helen Pierce, but, like, what is what is this for now? I mean, we've asked this, like, a billion times, but at, at this point, like, now... When even, like, the journalists have woken up to the fact of, like, oh, wait, this is actually really quite piss, isn't it? Oh, actually, um, I've, I've got something for this. Um, I was out doing my usual uh, comment or commentary at search and found an mm-hmm. article by Cheryl Jacobs, um, a, a favourite of comment or commentary, who unfortunately will not feature this week, um, because I would like to read you an excerpt of one of her articles now. Oh, the do. Tories' economic record is obviously indefensible. Remember, this is the Telegraph. Sadly, for the British people, however, it does not follow that Labour is then a lesser evil. Mm. Far from it. A vote for Labour would propel the country even further down the road to national bankruptcy. This is not because Starmer is plotting an unfunded spending spree. Ironically, the threat that Labour poses to the country lies in the fact that it has shifted too far the other way. (laughs) (laughs) I love my forensic economic competence. It does me so many favours. the telegraph is going after you for not spending enough money on the environment, that's that's really pure vibe. That's really, really good. Have you considered that the 
down-to-earth voters of the Red Wall don't need $28 billion for the climate. They need fire and garden. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. It's just... Every but you know every single step is just it's when we get to the full election season it's just going to be a a nightmare of horrendous proportions. I am going to be fucking fatal. Yeah, Yeah, this is that too. I I think I think the past few days are proof positive that he is going to fuck it now. Like I don't think this is a theoretical Mm -hmm. anymore. Like he is going to get shat on from such a great height and completely flounder to handle it. Um, I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. If this is how much they're kind of quavering at the slightest prodding, then yeah, ah, oh, you've got to remember as well, right? All of the media at the moment is is fully tuned into. There's only one level of political attack because they all learned the lesson over twenty mm. what twenty fifteen to twenty twenty. You must go full, like, and you must just launch right into it as much as you can because there's no other way to guarantee the result that you want because they mm-hmm. had the near miss in twenty seventeen. So when they go, they're going to go with exactly the same level of fucking, like, constant hounding and ferocity as they did against Corbyn. And yeah. he won't be able to take that in the slightest. No. He will fucking crumble at the first hint of it, and they will not let go, and they will kick the cops the entire way. I, I think they're not, I think they're not going to be able to help themselves, because one of them, like, the, ideally what's going to happen, I suspect, is they'll try to they'll look at, like, the Tories' percentages and go, oh, we kind of, we don't want it to be that lopsided. And they'll just do like a little, like they'll, they'll try to do a little well-mannered kind of let's nudge Labour down a bit. But like you say, dude, they've only got one setting now. And yeah. what will happen is he'll crumble, he'll show weakness, and yes, that's it. It'll be like blood among the sharks. Like that's it. Yep. He's, it's it's over, you know? Um, but at this point, great. like they like, can just like bat him wait. around like a ball of twine. Because like clearly they've seen that like even the merest nudge from them and he'll roll over. Mm. So like you can just make sport of it. Like you can attack him first and then he'll roll over and then just make sport of the fact that he rolled over. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking good. I love these people. Yeah. Any other leader would be 20 points ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. That was like one outlier poll that was posted today that he's only 11 points ahead. So, you know, like I, I, nope. single polls and polls in general. So, who, you know, who was that? That wouldn't happen that? to any other leader. <laughs> no, who was that poll from, Rob? Uh, it was uh, c- uh, common something or other. Common people, More in common. Ah, hmm, okay. More in co- common people. <laughs> I, I, I don't know much about. I don't know much about their methodology, so uh, it'll be interesting to see whether that is a trend that carries on over time, which I suspect it might be, because Jesus. I mean, look, so. if you if you look at uh, the people who are running Labour now, like they have had the the press like batting for mm. them for the better part of what three four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, when and well, I say when, like the slightest amount of you know, opprobrium they get from the press and they fucking shit themselves. They cannot, they cannot comprehend uh, any kind of, like, strategy that doesn't just involve them shitting on, like, slightly left-wing MPs and on and beyond, right? Mm -hmm. So when one of their own, like, um, like Ali, fucks up in a completely bald-faced way like this they don't know what to do 
And seeing yeah. as they've like rigged every single one of these fucking uh, selection processes so that, you know, a, a clone of Keir Starmer, but age 23 with a bow tie and a briefcase stands and they say something completely insane, which is mm. bound to happen because of how fucking many of these pricks there are going to be. Uh, in the in the general election itself, like, wh- what are they going to do? Like, is, is their polling going to go up? Yeah, big no. question mark <laughs> on that. Well, I mean, it's like they've they've created a like by design. What they've created is a party entirely consisting of superstructure. You know, they just yes. wanted an elite cadre party, and then you know, and the we journalists. We have created a monoculture party, by which I mean everyone is Keir Starmer. Yeah, but like, but specifically, like they wanted to to have like a party that was ruled from the center by Starmer and the leadership's office and a couple of like freaks from Labour HQ, and you know, yes. with no base and no support. So now, like their only support, which they thought they could grab onto and keep, was in the press. And obviously, whoops, you know, they thought yeah, they. I think out. they they genuinely thought that they could like keep the press on side i think they genuinely yeah it turns out it turns out when you put all your eggs in a basket being held by like the most capricious asshole you've ever met in your life it may or may not may may or may not end up being that you end up with no eggs yeah it, it, I mean, it's it's just it's. Incre- I mean, it's just it, 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 all of it is incredibly funny, and quite frankly, we'll just we'll just be here laughing like hyenas because that's you know mm-hmm. what else are we gonna do? Oh, oh, this is this is this is what they were kicking and screaming and shaking the bed and throwing the toys out of the pram f- for like five years, four years, five years for for this. This is what they wanted. <laughs> They're back, baby. It's what they wanted this entire time. The adults back in charge. They well, I mean, they're not the right adults. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they genuinely thought, I think the fundamental problem is they genuinely thought that they would be well-received, they'd be welcomed, it'd be their turn and all this kind of stuff. And they just, they can't analyse that the only reason Tony Blair got anything approximating a soft ride is he actually had tremendous leverage. Like, you know, there was a reason that well he also had to, like to a genuine offer like out. he was a like he was a piece of shit mm-hmm. but like it, in 97 before the whole thing turned very sour like there were some genuine material things that he, he did you know offer and 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 followed yeah, up but on but that's what, what i'm saying rob is like in 97 there was far more of a left tendency and presence in the country and tony blair was like i'll sell that out and they were like yeah okay whereas that doesn't exist now so yeah, but he only did it after. Like, if you like, he he kept you know, like fucking Prescott around forever for one who was like you know not a great leftist or anything, but you know yeah, would have been I mean, removed did... by Starmer twelve months ago. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, he had to like he he sold out as much and as hard as he could, as people were willing to take. Whereas now there's nothing. The threat has been dealt with. They've done their job. And that's the thing, like, they've been, I'd almost say to you, they've been too god, at, too good at tamping down the left, because now, like, Capital kind of looks at it and goes, well, there's not actually a left opposition, so what is the point of you? Like, you're not here to keep a, lift, a lid on the left anymore, because you've successfully done that, and it's gone even if we dispose of you, so what use do we have of you, Mr. Starmer? And these guys, these motherfuckers don't get that. Like, I don't think they quite understand that structurally they're kind of in that position. Um, and they've just, they've, by essentially by knee jerk grabbing the wheel back and like, you know, hurtling the car off a cliff, 
um, you know, they condemn themselves and they just they don't see. They they do not spot that this is going to rebound and go to the Tories. Okay, at all. but Capital is going to regret getting rid of them when they need to draft a memo. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the the great saying, of course, carrying is, you know, like... capital's printer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was the perfect description of Keith and Starmer and the rest of them. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, you know, when the gods seek to punish us, they give us what we what we've always asked for. You know, like, like it. it, it... <laughs> yeah. it it's and where's just my hovercraft? <laughs> You're too pure to be punished by God, Jamie. That's your flaw. <laughs> well, I think we've all had a bit. Don't you know, worry, society will do all the heavy lifting, though. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, shall we? Uh, shall we swiftly move on to uh, our, our main topic uh, for this evening? Just oh. you know, is it just, uh, just is it something funny? Are we just going to love like hyenas for the next hour or so? No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Oh, What's okay. that? I'm sorry, connection's a little bit shit right now. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. Oh well. Now I wanted to talk about something that's been on my radar for a little bit, which is incredibly depressing. But I do think that it's an important story because it affects like a lot of people in the country. And apart from literally one reporter that I found, nobody else seems to be like genuinely interested in this topic. So I wanted to talk about a bit of the I mean, UK that, legal from that description. From that description, it could be literally fucking anything. <laughs> now, I want to talk a bit about uh, a, a portion of the UK legal system known as the single justice procedure. Mm. And, and before I start talking that about sound, it... That sounds like something involving mechs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does involve... <laughs> like when the Godzillas, the Godzillas run, are running just a little two mock, some guy picks up a phone and says, deploy the fucking single justice procedure or whatever it was uh, that fucking said. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's um, you know, I, I, I genuinely wish it, wish it was as, DC as whimsical had as budget that. cuts? <laughs> <laughs> to my head, it's more like something that Judge Dredd says to his sidearm to load a new round. It's, I, I, that's much closer, I would say, to, to what... Just shoots a fucking Single scrawler. justices in your area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing the lawgiver firing, like, a little fucking scroll that, like, bonks someone on the head, and then they're, like, compelled to read it for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I fire myself with every, every week before I prepare the shout-outs on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> at last, turning the lawgiver on himself. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> no, before before I say, before we we get into it, uh, genuinely like credit where credit's due. Uh, a lot of what uh, we'll talk about, like for the main topic, uh, is due to the reporting of Tristan Kirk, who is the courts correspondent for the London Evening Standard, which is not a great paper, but he has, like I said, he's pretty much the only person reporting on this, not once but like consistently. Uh, over a long period of time and and asks a lot of the 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 questions that you know i i have about what's going on here as 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 well so um basically just as a as a sort of an introduction um so on previous uh, episodes we have talked about the uk court system in general and especially the criminal courts uh being mm-hmm. completely uh underfunded and overstretched uh, specifically we did a really good practice chat with um hannah webb about legal aid in july of 2022 by now so if you want to listen back to to that one that's more on the on the legal aid side of, so, side of things um mm-hmm. 
So to overleviate this overburdened system uh, in 2015 through the what was then the Criminal, Criminal Justice and Courts Act, we now have what is known as the single justice procedure in England and Wales. Uh, because Scott law is different, it doesn't exist there and I'm going to... Yeah, law know, doesn't not... exist in Scotland is what I'm hearing. Exactly. Yeah, um, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that would involve Scott Paul, which is That's forbidden why prescriptions are free. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the basic idea of the single justice procedure is that these are minor victimless crimes with no risk of anybody being imprisoned, uh, and they can therefore be uh, sped through the system. Um, the examples are like, you don't have a ticket on the train, you get a fine from, uh, I don't know, whichever rail company. Uh, you're driving without car insurance, you exceed the speed limit, um, you fail to ensure your kid's school attendance, which is now also punishable as a crime. Um you mm -hmm. you uh, use a TV without paying your license fees or littering. It's that kind of like low level. Wait, is that an option to let you let you watch like the BBC if you just litter? <laughs> uh, no, so it's, it's, it's sadly not. So, like, basically, the the ideas. This is from um, the the Gov UK website. Exp you know, giving you an explainer, quote unquote, about the single justice procedure is that these are quicker, more straightforward, and more efficient, while still being fair, transparent, and rigorous. Um, as we'll discover, it's probably none of those three three things. Um, basically, what you do is you solve, quote unquote, a load of low level cases really quickly because you don't need to involve um, barristers or lawyers, judges, a, court, a physical courtroom, um, which would lower time cost, etc., as well as speed of doing dealing with things. This became even more important uh, during and now after Corona because there's, as we discussed with Hannah Webb, there's like an even bigger case backlog in the justice system is this, as a whole. Is this. Is this, we don't have enough justice to go around so you can all have one and share it? Is that what the one justice procedure is? We've got I mean, justice no, I mean, at you, home. You, 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 could still, um, you could still, like, have a justice. You just have to be really quick about it. Is, is like, the, 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 you know. Justice like it's quick. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> very much oh, so. You, so. Get, um, you get your allocated 10 minutes on the Nintendo justice, and then you've got to pass it off to someone else. And if you miss your slot, then that's you. Cool. Awesome. 10 minutes so, is what, incredibly generous. Think more of a tenth oh. of that time. So, what's the, what's the crack here? If they catch you speeding now, they're like, if instead of sending you to do or like a fucking. Through you in jail. Instead of sending you to do one of those mandatory, like, speed awareness courses. I'm fucking oh, oh, great at those. I've done yeah. about seven. <laughs> <laughs> so you must be more aware than anybody about the concept of speed yeah oh yeah yeah but ask, um, ask me about like what defines a, a dual carriageway and i'm still like uh is that when there's a <laughs> fence I, you know what i mean <laughs> well there's two carriages on so it there's two of them yeah yeah, yeah. you'd um, think that but apparently not don't believe the lies <laughs> yeah if you know the answer don't those write things, in we, we prefer those whimsy. things are great though <laughs> Because the guy like goes through all this like basic highway code bullshit about like where how to tell if a road has a speed limit. We've even if there aren't any signs and stuff. It's like, if there's lampposts, it's thirty or some shit. And there's always some like fucking eight year old guy there who argues with him. And it's just <laughs> it's just fucking class. It's like mate, you realise you're here just so you don't you don't get points on your license. Do you know what I mean? But like no, I'm putting the world to rights. Like I'm gonna fucking like anti lock anti lock brakes. Like fucking make you stop. Like make you skid more or some shit. Was one one guy had out and it was like, okay. 
<laughs> I do like the idea of somebody's like banging the <laughs> banging their fists on the desk, going that like anti-lock brakes are the tool of the devil or something. That you know, it was it was literally it was literally easy. a fucking literally a Grandpa Simpson bit. It's like anti-lock brakes make you stop too quickly or something like that. And it was like <laughs> run that by me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, always so, good to be given a treatise on the the benefits of the carburetor on government time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, but just to give you an idea of scale, and then I'll explain like how how it works. If you, if you get one of these, uh, uh, if if you you become involved in one of these things. So, in terms of scale, like these are by far by far the biggest single source of justice, quote unquote, uh, convictions, and also criminal records in the UK. Um, so since the start of 2022, um, up to about like now, um, they've been used in over 700,000 minor criminal cases. So about 350,000 a year, so about 1,000 a day, every day, excluding holidays and weekends. So it's it's that kind of volume, what you have to consider. They represent about 65% are they, of... Um, are they letting a large language model judge these? Uh, pretty soon, I imagine they will attempt to do that. Yes, um, they're they're not there yet, but I'm I'm. Oh, well, I thought of it first, so now they owe me money. <laughs> um, so so these these single justice procedures represent about sixty five percent of all magistrate court cases, which is like the lower court where lower level like petty crimes are, are dealt with. It's it's where you don't have a jury and stuff. Anyway, for a full talk about that listen back to the interview we did the practice chat with had a web um right mm-hmm. so how how it works is like if 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 you get served with a um single justice procedure or sjp um notice that's like i said for stuff like exceeding the speed limit um um running your tv without a license littering uh and so on and so forth so running like, your tv <laughs> Um, so that like sounds, those that ca- sounds that sounds steampunk as hell. <laughs> Hire a, a crew of guys to work the boiler so you can watch MasterChef. Yeah. Adjust the fucking smokestacks on top of the TV to try and get a better signal. <laughs> um, um, so like again, if you if you get caught doing one of these things or things of a similar nature, um, uh, they send you um, at home uh, a letter by unregistered regular post, by the way. Um, that oh, well, you're not getting se- that, then. It, that's, yeah, well, that's part of its, its major problems, that you are officially, uh, it's it's a notice, so you are officially put on notice. The people capable of, like, ha- allowed to hand you an SJP charge include, as you'd expect, police forces, but also Transport for London, councils, uh, driving license people, as well as the TV licensing authority. So they they act, in this case, as the as the prosecution as well. They, you know, they, there's no um, magistrate involved. There's no barrister involved. It's just they are the people who gave you the fine. They also act as their own pros- as the prosecutor for the fine that you then have to have to pay. So, like I said, you you get a, a, a notice in the post by regular unregistered post. That's you know that's already a massive fuck up, and they tell you who brings the case. So, like it's the the police or TFL or whoever, and um, they also tell you what to do next, how to how to plea, how to plea, um, and then you have twenty one days to send in your form and respond uh, in 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 two in two ways. 
um, in your response to to this letter, you can do one of two things. So if you plead guilty, which I've I've seen like a a model form of these things. If you do that, you don't go to court. The magistrate uh, makes a decision on the basis of the information and only on the information that they have been given, which in the case of like a traffic fine or something is, you know, the stuff that they got from the police force, like, a you know, a picture of your car or whatever. And then you get a letter informing them of the decision and that's it. Uh, however, these documents state very clearly that if you plead guilty, you can get up to 33% off your fine because you acknowledge that you've done something wrong, you've shown contrition, and also this is, for, for them, administratively, the speediest way of running through these cases. Um, so, like, you can fill in by hand, or they vastly prefer that you do this online. Uh, like, a, um, a half, a full, you know, you have to put in a bunch of your personal data, and also you can write in a half page, a full of, on your plea as to why you should get like a lower fine or whether or not there are mitigating circumstances well that that will become very so, important later on this but, is yeah. this is the kind of introduction of american style plea deals by the back door right like the whole yeah. get 33 percent off now if you plead guilty like well i mean in, yeah. in, in most justice systems if you plead you guilty buy one, the bad... you get one free i said you buy one <laughs> you get one free <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, essentially, but like All in most rise countries, for the national and... anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right, James. Uh, uh, James but like in, in in most cases, that like in most countries, in most cases, if you plead guilty, they do. Even in like, if you sit like before a proper like judge or a jury, pleading guilty does tend to render time off. Yeah, so it's but not... like not not when they're doing it as an incentive to avoid you getting justice. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that, that's the qualitative difference, because in America, it's like, they're so styled out, they're like, right, okay, if we take you to court, um, if you make us take you to court, we will throw everything we have at you. If you cut a plea deal and just accept your yeah. guilt, citizen, then we will give you a little less punitive than we are capable of doing. And yeah. that's kind of what this is. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a case of you've shown sincere contrition and admitted culpability, and therefore, you know, there's less need for corrective, like, punishment. It's 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 not that at all, so... No, it's much more coercive than that. I, I fully agree with you, with you there. So, uh, although even if you do plead guilty, you are still allowed to, like, go to the actual courtroom... Um, but you can give, you can go there and like tell the sitting magistrate like your side of the story, and then they uh, may or may not take that into um, account. Um, mm. The other thing is, is it, you can simply say I plead not guilty, um, and then you just go to court, and it turns into like a normal, regular uh, magistrate court case where you do. Like, you could probably get legal aid. Um, I mean, probably not because it's the UK, but, you know, like, you... It just turns into a normal court case. You you have escaped the uh, um, single justice procedure, basically. Uh, however, there's also, and this is the most important bit, uh, there's also a secret third option um, that's, that's not on the piece of paper you get, um, which is, what if, for some reason, you don't respond within 21 days? Uh, again, like, these letters are sent by unregistered... Sorry, is it a drone strike? Uh, it, uh, mm, um, well, it's 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 not as unpleasant as that, I. But it's certainly not very good. So, like these, these like I said a before, these letters. Are, 
um they're they're sent by unregistered regular mail and you know that's already like there's so many problems because it assumes that like whatever database they have has your correct address it assumes that you're opening your mail it assumes that they're not real letters then yeah it assumes Um, that the royal mail aren't shit yeah (laughs) also that um so so like every piece of mail that you get through regular mail that isn't signed for like that doesn't count it's not real so like what, one what, free shot, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so like what happens is um, after the 21 days elapse and like basically you haven't answered your mail, um, the magistrate, the sitting magistrate will still make the decision, but without any input on your side. And again, only quote unquote on the papers. So on the basis of the information they have, which is only the stuff they get from the authorities prosecuting you. So the TV licensing people, Transport for London, police authorities, they can, they and uh, they are also only allowed to make decisions on that basis. Um, this is extreme. This is very extreme. Like, hey, um, the planning application was filed down the stairs behind the tiger in the flooded basement energy. Like, you know, it's, it's not our fault that you didn't object to it in time. It's like, it's incredibly fucked. Yeah, I mean, it 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 is. I mean, like, the way that I think that this was like dreamed up was like just you know pure technocracy, and certainly in terms of the like the Tories who were in charge of, and, and and the Lib Dems because it's two thousand fifteen, so I think that's still the Lib Dems. Um, yeah, like yep. the way this this was implemented was like, how do we speed this up without spending any money, basically, and like how do we how do we how do we you know get through all these cases without having to ask you know answer difficult questions about legal aid about you know the court system how do we not have to hire more judges who might rule against us how do we just speed this process up basically while making it seem reasonable and maybe some of the people who applied it thought that this was a reasonable system when they began it like i i always find it difficult to to attribute pure malice to everybody at all times i think this is also just kind of stupidity a lot of this but that's whatever that, i don't that's know i think we should give it a crack Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, like I said, if 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 you if you don't respond within twenty one days, um, that you you can and you very likely will be found guilty or sentenced, even without any of your input. Um, but you don't get any reduction because you don't haven't provided any like answer in your fa- like any evidence in your favor, like as to why you might have had a fine or something, or you know even evidence of like I'm on you know benefits or there's something wrong and I I, I can't pay. Like um, this is and again this comes from the Golf UK Explainer a little website. Your fine or driving penalty points may also be higher. Money may be taken from your pay or benefits. So when you get when you don't answer like it let's say you've moved house in the meantime you don't get the letter and all of a sudden from you know there's there's like a large amount of money withheld from your benefits you have no idea why it could be because you've just been convicted according to a single justice procedure even though this is the first time you've ever heard of it um yeah, that's not un- that's not that because if you didn't tell the DWP that you moved then they're just going to punish you further yeah um, so, like, this is from uh, a little bit from, like, just to just to give you a little idea of the scale. This is from uh, an NGO called Transform Justice, who have been, you know, active against this this SJP system. 
Defendants who do not respond to the postal charge are sentenced to pay the maximum fine and costs. These can be very high. Transport for London, by example, charges a minimum of £225 in prosecution costs alone for the crime of not having a £1.50 bus ticket. This is, by the way, way more than the Crown Prosecution Services charges for much more complex prosecutions. They normally tack on like a 32 quid, um, like victim surcharge or something it's called. Because mm-hmm. they are the victim of you not having uh, a ticket. So um, if you miss your post, like your fine for missing a pound fifty bus ticket uh, is probably somewhere north of £250. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, and that's and that's because like because TFL says, well, we still had to like prepare a file and send it to the magistrate involved in this SJP thing. So now we have administrative costs. So it's not so much penalty; it's like it's there. Whether or not they they actually need to spend two twenty five, you know, per I have no idea. But that's that's how it it, it works. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, guess what, lads? No, you didn't. You didn't have to do that actually. So you could have saved yourself all that money and loss. Yeah. I mean, and and the most important thing of all of this is like, um, out of out of all the the like the op, like the, out of all the three options uh, available to you, like plead guilty, plead not guilty, or don't respond for whatever reason. Um, don't respond uh, represents, according to the the Times, sixty eight percent of all cases. So like. 68% of the like 350,000 a year is like 200,000, let's say, a year, maybe a bit more, uh, don't respond and are just automatically um, also given like a criminal record. You can be given a criminal record during all this. Rob, sounds like it's working perfectly as designed. Don't see the problem. Uh, yeah, again, I don't... The, where the line is in these systems between, you know, cruelty, malice... Uh, stupidity and indifference. I I leave those to like the the, the listener. I think that's that's a uh, you know, um, basically, um, like I said, unless you or like by some miracle of God you manage to get like legal aid, um, your barrister intervenes uh, like before your case is quote unquote heard by the single justice procedure magistrates. They can only act on the basis of the paperwork handed to them by the prosecution. Uh, by the by, by the prosecuting entities, so TFL or the the TV licensing people, for example. Um, and when I say like court or magistrate, those are big words because an, an an SJP court is basically a single magistrate who sits with quote unquote a legally trained advisor um, as they hear like dozens and dozens of cases every day. And the reason they have a legally trained advisor is because magistrates in SJP courts are not required to have not a knowledge of the law they are not required to be trained in the law even though that they are judge judy and executioner yeah 100 yeah, percent. this is from the evening standard from one of the many pieces by tristan kirk i've read for this um magistrates usually have no formal legal training and therefore rely on their legal advisors to who are trained to spot errors and prevent miscarriages of of justice so this mm-hmm. is already like but they can presumably just tell the advisor to fuck off. I mean, they, they just they, don't they, like they, the cut of someone's jib. They're allowed to give them like fucking four years I, in jail or some shit. I assume so. Well, I mean, they, they can't, can't do that. They can only like hand out fines. Like again, nothing. You, you, the, the, this system is only designed so far, at least, and is only implemented in dealing with fines. Like the moment there's any right, possibility yeah, of harm I'm or jail. I'm thinking further sentences. ahead, though, right? 
Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not implausible that one day that that does come around, and this being the UK, what if, I would right? say it's plausible, plausible, but it's not the case now. What if instead of these people like sitting in an office and doing all this, what if they rode around on really wide motorcycles and were given <laughs> guns? Forty years, wages garnished to the ISO cube. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that then like your legally trained advisor is also a psyker. You know, that <laughs> that that'll help matter specifically. No, your legally trained advisor is an LLM in the bike. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, like like this, let's let's get like a little bit more into like so that's that's how it's how it works in in practice. But like because this is the UK, uh, things are of course much much worse. Now one of the sort of foundational principles of of justice everywhere in the you know quote unquote civilized world um, is that justice must be done uh, mostly in in public. Um, you know, like you are citizens and certainly journalists are supposed to have some level of access to courts to check whether or not, you know, not that there's many court reporters left, but, you know, in a sort of theoretical way that, you know, you can check. Um, and the the single rule justice procedure does provide for that. Um, they send to all court reporters that are left in a given area um, what I can only assume is like a giant list of small cases that will be handled uh, during that particular day so like you get like a big fuck off list either daily or weekly of these are the cases um in, in question and if uh tristan kirk has written like evidence to parliament about this as well if he says i want to follow this case yes like send an email to the court officer uh, who will then like provide him a a link to the proceedings because all of this is done through zoom so you can only attend as a journalist on zoom which means that, technically speaking, by the law, this is not like a closed, secret, hidden court system. But in practice, it means that like most, like normal courts already have some restrictions on reporting reporters attending sessions for like obviously reasons of influencing juries and all of that, put in course of justice. So a lot of like court reporters and courts aren't really used to having this. Um, also, according to the Evening Standards uh, and Tristan Kirk himself, who like has not frequently not gotten case lists from uh, North London Magistrate Courts, where he, you know, the area in which he he reports, that's not because they don't want to send it to him, but like he has also noticed that like on the CC are like a number of his colleagues who no longer have the job or have moved on. So like while in in the letter of the law, this might be a public courtroom that can be inspected by you know, members of the media, again, assume they are of good faith and so on and so forth. Uh, but in practice, it means they, nobody turns up. And like, even if you did, the court is, is like not really well equipped to let you in um, as this a journalist. Is, uh, they're basically saying, hey, listen, it may have been downstairs in the flooded basement, but you could have dialed into the tiger. Like, uh, pretty yeah, much. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it does allow, you know, ministers, when asked questions about this, to be able to say, look, according to the letter of the law, you are allowed. And then most people stop asking questions. Um, and then you know, the first bit I wanted to talk about specifically, because it's it's some stuff that we've talked about before, is um, what happened during the corona pandemic. It was uh, hugely ramped up and expanded uh, in spite of concerns that people being wrongly prosecuted and convicted in a system with reduced legal oversight, which was especially important during the lockdown rules, because there was a lot of, you know, A, because the government wanted ambiguity and vagueness around this, and B, because it was hard to track 
like week to week what were the actual rules and how many people were you allowed to associate with and were you allowed in the pub you know under what conditions and so on and so forth so quite you know this this got some follow-up afterwards but like during corona uh at least 100 COVID lockdown quote-unquote rule breakers were tried under this sjp procedure uh, in total secrecy without the courts uh, or the Ministry of Justice ever even bothering to inform the media or the public. Now, again, in these specific cases, because they were about, you know, the, the government set some rules, but it's always up to the courts to, like, set the limits on, on, on you know, what is the actual rule and, and, you know, what happens in cases of exception and what happens in extraordinary circumstance. Except now, you know, if no one was, A, no one was informed, and B, I... I don't think anybody would like reasonably argue that um, it wasn't in the public interest to not do this in like a magistrate open court, even with the COVID restrictions. Because if you, if you remember, this was like, you remember people got like £10,000 fines for holding a party, quote unquote, in their house. Like, you remember that stuff? Mm. Like, they got these fines through this SJP without a, a test of court. And I would argue that certainly that should have been heard in court so like the the judicial system could have ruled on what constitutes a party you know all all, all mm-hmm. that stuff basically um so uh, yeah like it, so even though it was designed for like these low level common crimes with no massive public interest you know like you getting a speeding fine is not very interesting to the general public but this stuff very much is specifically the one that we we talked about before where um there were six people arrested under these lockdown rules um and then tried under sjp during the uh sarah everard vigil if you remember that's when the oh, uh, yes. you know yes. the, the famous picture of the mat cracking down on on the women who were protesting because you know several of them had shit. gotten murdered by um an acting police officer and and you know of course like i said like i was just arguing was their prosecution at the vigil which received massive media interest not of interest to the public like i don't think there's a single argument that can be made apart from if you want to railroad these people into a miscarriage of justice yeah which is what happened so one of those convicted Mm. one of the six um a woman called diana al obeyed um this is from the law society uh, gazette uh she was convicted under the uh sjp despite not even receiving a notice so she didn't get the post um it's not that she didn't open it or like was not capable of opening it she simply didn't get the letter and she only learned that she had like been convicted and now had a criminal record by uh, the journalist Tristan Kirk when he rang her for comment because he saw her name. Otherwise, she would not have found out she had a criminal record for being at the Sarah Everard Virgil. Virgil. Fucking hell! Like, which is which is which is wild in any in any like plausible circumstances. This is like that's insane shit. Like that's that you know. There's no Rob. It's clearly justice actually. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't be called the justice system. And speaking like of lack of oversight, this isn't just, you know, because the government would, of course, say, look, it was COVID and everything was difficult and da-da-da-da. This, this has simply continued afterwards. Um, in 2022, once again, Tristan Kirk and the uh, London Even Standard identified four private sessions at the Barkingside Magistrate Courts where almost £120,000 in fines were handed out to more than 1,000 defendant, uh, de- defendants in secrecy because they hadn't told anybody 
including the media and probably most of the people they were convicting of what was going on. They just hammered through, um, you know, in 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 four sessions, so 250 defendants per session, slightly over like a thousand quid a head on average in fines, without anybody noticing. And that, you know, with like again with people getting criminal records, which if you need like a new job, if you want, I don't know if they check. Do they check criminal records if you like Depends. rent a place in the UK? I don't know. Uh, again, it depends. I'm not sure. For for renting, I think there's a threshold. No, like I don't think landlords are allowed access to that. No, that's I'm sure that's protected information. Hang on, can't they check for serious uh, convictions for like things like child sex offences and stuff like that? I don't even know if as much as that can be done. Okay. I mean, is the so, sex offenders register public? But also, nobody going through this process is ending up on the sex offenders register, are they? But uh, yeah, no, we're off topic. You're right. Yeah. So anyway, so like the the this this was already in place, like I said, since about 2015, and it was updated and even more streamlined in the 2022 Judicial Review and Courts Bill. This has f- even implemented further cuts to the legal system and like i said uh, you remember when i was talking like a little while ago about how these like non-legally trained magistrates had like a um a trained advisor that they would you know that is supposed to be there to prevent like miscarriage of justice or if the magistrates are questions like things of that nature mm-hmm. because of even further cuts and because of quote-unquote unf- efficiencies up to three sjp magistrates have to share one single legally trained advisor uh, uh, according to the evening standards, um, over the phone or on Microsoft Teams as the government seeks to further streamline the court system. That means the advisor will be in another room, busy with other work, possibly on other cases, to be called on by a magistrate who think they need the help. So they need to be called as well. If the magistrate doesn't call, it's unlikely that the like only legal, legally trained person in the room will intervene because also they don't have the time to read your case. It, it, you know, the the cuts get even wilder because now, since this 2022 bill, those magistrates also frequently don't have anything like um, like literally like a secretary or like a um, fuck it, like a court reporter or anything. So now they have to like in in the whatever like online portal, you know, justice.gov or whatever. Um, they they have to put in the sentencing into the system themselves. So if you have like a, I don't know, six-year-old like magistrate, quote unquote, who's not computer savvy putting in like cases and judgments and does a typo, you're fucked because there's nobody checking it anymore. That, that, it's now completely automated, the rest of that. Well, that's fine. You're saving money. Um, yeah, I mean, so, we, so we like... I love when the taxpayer's money is saved. That's, that's a good yeah. thing, actually. Yeah. There's only uh, so there's much a- of it. Think of all the Toblerones you could buy from the pound shop with those extra savings. Mm. So Pretty again, sure according, uh, um, according to to transform justice, like up to a third, so a hundred thousand minor cases a year, will be the only ones who have like a physical court hearing. So two thirds will be a on a quote unquote totally online court, which have no humans involved apart from this overworked magistrate. A totally online court is when people post about bounties on Blue Sky. Yeah. <laughs> are they, uh, are they yeah, doing these in the metaverse? Please <laughs> tell me they're doing these in the metaverse. 
I mean, it, it, you know, and if if if, you, if you're curious about like what what does that mean like on a practical level? So the MOJ did a pilot of this new quote unquote streamlined, more efficient system, which again from the uh, Evening Standard uh, and Tristan Kirk. The uh, MOJ's own pilot of this new system revealed magistrates were aiming to convict and sentence defendants in under 90 seconds, with legal checks were, were conducted on just 28% of all cases. Across a five-month pilot... I fucking in love a KPI. Yeah, yeah, for justice. It's great. Justice KPIs. How much do UK magistrates get paid... A magistrate I, is a voluntary role, and those that decide to be magistrates do not receive payment for their services. But I imagine for this you must get paid, because it's, it's, there's no way, you, like, this is a full-on job. There's no way you do this, like, unless you're, well, I mean, unless you're a, Rob, you know, a pub psychopath. And no you one, no one pays the neighbourhood watch, but it still exists. <laughs> um, People so just it, want to be fucking cops. Uh, yeah, so again, back to, to the Evening Standard. Um, across a five-month pilot in London, legal advisors, so those are the, you know, the, the, the only people trained in the law in the room, managed to carry out yeah. quality checks on just 28% of SJP cases. Um, the Crown Prosecution Service, sorry, the, uh, 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 sorry the, the Ministry of Courts had set a target of 75%. Laying bare just how limited the involvement of qualified lawyers could be in the future, the pilot data showed in one session, 178 prosecutions took place and just 3% were checked for mistakes. So miscarriages of justice will be like regular from 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 here on out. Yeah, this automated system makes absolutely like un, un, unless you you like you plead unless you plead not guilty, in which case you just go to a normal magistrate court. But if you do plead guilty and you write in the little little box um, like some some allowance or you know some mitigating circumstance, this automated system itself in general makes like no real allowance as to whether or not you're like rich or poor it is most likely to simply hand out the maximum number of fines because in more than two-thirds of cases nobody responds or pleads guilty without providing a mitigating like personal statement so it it it, it allows no differentiation between rich people or poor people and you know of course what that means is like if you're poor and you that are means already it's completely fair yes um because, of course, you don't have access to legal aid because legal aid has been gutted across the UK. And, you know, is it still justice if, if it's only rich people that can hire, like, a barrister for a couple of hours to, you know, fight their penalty notice on their um, on their driving license? Because those will be the only people who will receive anything, like, resembling uh, justice. So, like, that, that's where it's going. And I wanted to, I wanted to highlight... But, I wanted to really like take a moment to highlight one specific section of what has been what I can only call like a massive sort of generalized miscarriage of justice using this SJP system uh, that's under the current system, which is set to expand more and get worse. And that is what happens to people specifically with with disabilities or psychological issues or other, you know, impediments to interacting with these complex systems let's just put it put it that way oh rob i rob. love when you move us on to the next part and it's just fucking actually it's worse and more depressing um I, on a sort of worse and more depressing rob i'm gonna break your brain here 
A magistrate is also known as a justice of the peace and they have a voluntary unpaid role within the court system in England and Wales. They sit in on cases, hear arguments from the prosecution and defence and will then decide on the best course of action. They are ordering people who do not require previous legal experience or qualifications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there is a day claim rate where they can claim reimbursement for lost wages, but it's quite low. And uh, yeah, this is volunteer, Rob. These are volunteers doing this. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to take your word for it. My, I, I still have a suspicion that because of the volume of cases, this must be somehow professional, but I'm going to take your word for it for now. And, you know, again, if you no, genuinely, um, if you're listening... It is, it is volunteer because you, you don't want any like anyone who's not a retiree doing it, basically. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm, um, I've, I've dropped the stuff from the magistrates' association in the channel, Rob. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, not, I, I don't believe you. It's just because of the way that, to me, the system works. It seems like this is someone, something someone would do as a literal nine to five job. I mean, it'd be horrendous, like hammering through injustice. But it, it maybe, who knows? Maybe they are volunteer. I, I simply, yeah, wouldn't that be fucking weird and abnormal? Side eyeing mm. every like, concept of the special constable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to quote you uh, a bit from Transform Justice again. This process, so SJP, rides roughshod over disability rights. All disabled people have a right to equal access to services before the law, but there are no proper reasonable adjustments in this process. The SJP relies on people being able to identify and describe their own disability, which is challenge enough, uh, on the defendant declaring mm-hmm. that disability in the given form. Uh, which their disability may prevent them from opening, understanding, or or replying properly, and on their paying for a phone call to a Her Majesty's Court Service helpline, because those are, of course, not free. Uh, At no point in the process are they given access to free legal advice. So if you have any form of disability, your chances of being, like, ground up to paste in the system are even even more exponential than they are if they're, you know, if you are a, a... I don't know, to, for lack of a better word, healthy functioning adult. Uh, it does get like substantially worse, by the way. Um, this is following, again, uh, an investigation by the Evening Standards' uh, Tristan Kirk. Um, I'm going to read you a little bit again. Uh, defendants can write to the court after being charged with some explaining how they fell foul of the law when their lives were in turmoil, when they were ill, struggling with their mental health, or simply impoverished. But due to the design of the court system, prosecuting bodies, so the police, the uh, TV licensing people, etc., etc., do not routinely read those letters to decide whether a case is in the public interest. Because the only time, if you remember, like when I was talking about the procedure itself, where you get to interact with the system is like you have like half a page, basically half an A4 page, if you do it by handwriting, where you get to write down your mitigating circumstance. But the presumably the only people who will actually see that mitigating circumstance is the is the magistrate. So like it's let's say and and you know let's be I'm going to be generous. Uh, let's say that like you I'll now give some very specific examples in a little bit. But like uh, you write in your in your statement that like you. you you know, you shouldn't pay your TV licensing fine because you have a disability, you didn't see the letter, um, you know, th- there are physical circumstances that prevent you from interacting with or, 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 or you know, having followed the procedure. It is, it, let's be very generous and say that you wrote that letter uh, and you sent it off. It, it won't get to, like, um, the TV licensing authority before they start the case before like it's already on the desk 
So like they can't even read your written thing and say, okay, clearly this is someone with a disability. We made an error or like, well, let's revisit this and we're not going to do this single justice procedure. Like the only time you you will have an answer to respond is when you're already locked in the system. There's no pre-out. If it, do I make myself is that clear? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no that that makes that makes sense. As far as um, you know, uh, dystopian systems that make everyone's sure. lives yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it, sense, it's yeah. all horrible, but like you know, again, um, but let me uh, quoting yeah. again succinct from the, description of the torment next is well done. Quoting again from from the Evening Standard. Those prosecuted include, and this is just a sample you understand, a cancer-stricken pensioner with with memory problems who was prosecuted after forgetting to pay his TV license, a woman with dementia taken to court by the Driving driving and Vehicle Licensing Agency for not paying £1.67 at a time when she was suffering strokes. A 65-year-old woman from Ilford fined for not paying a TV license when she was in the hospital looking after her brain-damaged son following an accident. Oh, I read about, I read the about TV, that. The TV, licensing oh. pro, the TV licensing prosecutor is understood to not have seen a mitigation letter, and the case ended with an £80 fine, £120 in court costs, and a £32 surcharge. So, Jesus like... Jesus fucking Christ. Mm. Uh, and I want to take you like through these are examples, and it's just it's 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 a it's a culmination of just like fucking like absolute just horror and then you know the 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 uncaring hand of the not justice system. But um, the Evening Standard did one like and, and just just to show you how this works like in in detail in practice. Um, the Evening Standard found a found a case. They did a long article about it. Again, Tristan Kirk, on December 29 of last year. Quote, A woman with Down syndrome has been handed a criminal conviction for not paying the TV license, despite having no control of her own finances. The 57-year-old from Charlton is one of dozens of Londoners taken to court by TV licensing over unpaid bills in recent weeks, and prosecutions dealt with behind closed-door systems in a controversial fast-track court system. That's GSJP. Um, what had happened is um, her old license had expired in summer of last year, and when the TV licensing people doorstepped her uh, to ask about the unpaid license, um, she said, I'm unaware that my license fee hasn't been paid because, um, and this is also documented, uh, her local council, in this case Greenwich, um, is in charge of her personal finances because she has disability, and you know, in that case, sometimes the council looks after your finances. So they had seen the letter because it had arrived at their house and not at at this woman's, and had said, you know, yes, this woman is guilty because the people at the council had forgotten to pay the license fee on time. However, they Wait, also so, informed. So the council sent themselves a letter saying. Does she no, no. The council paid... said it to the sent it to the TV licensing people. Right. Okay. I was going to say the council sending a letter to itself saying that this person needs to be charged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Like even that, that's fucking would be fucking beyond anything else. Yeah, that's I mean, peak, well, yeah, it's uh, peak council. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what happened was, like, the council said, well, you know, it's uh, they, they they wrote a mitigating circumstance because they informed the, the court that the woman in question has learning difficulties, has down syndrome and furthermore is not in charge of her 
personal finances. So, 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 so they said, you know, according to the rules of the game, yes, she, quote unquote, is guilty of this because we, in charge of her finances, missed the letter or, you know, there was some screw up with the post or something, human error happened, basically. Um, so what, because of this small screw up doing the doing like normal stuff that councils are supposed to do for like people with Down syndrome and learning disabilities, um, a few payments were missed, but that means that this woman, not the council who is in charge of her finances, is now convicted of a crime and has a criminal record. But she couldn't have even known about this SJP letter because it wasn't I don't think it was sent to, to her personally, let alone pay for it or appeal it because Down syndrome, you know, like it, uh, um, it, it in this case, like it has a happy ending um, uh, because after this piece was published in the Evening Standard, this particular conviction was, of course, overturned because it's like disgusting. But during that overturning, um, it came out that because, like I said, the way this SJP system works, the TV licensing people had not seen the letter from the council because that just went to the magistrate. And even the TV licensing people said, had we gotten that letter from the council, we would never have gone into prosecution because, you know, for all the very many obvious reasons. But because none of this is... it, it Because in this system, before it hits the magistrate's desk in 90 seconds, the defendant, quote-unquote, and the prosecutor, quote-unquote, because this, you know, the prosecutor is the TV licensing people and the defendant is a woman with Down syndrome, don't talk to each other. They have no interaction apart from all, during 90 seconds on the desk of a magistrate who may or may not even be paid for their function, but is certainly not legally trained. You know, those cunts who always go on about how we live in 1984 and all this kind of shit. It's like, I wish they'd pay attention to this stuff. Because mm. this is this is very extreme, like, the government is out to get you kind of stuff. Like, in, in, in no uncertain terms. And, you know, okay, Rob, let's say it's not intentional. It, it still is the net product. Like, sure. Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Christ. I'm not excusing it. I'm not, ex uh, make no excuses. You will understand yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's by through, you know, stupidity through malice. It's the fact that it happens is the problem. Mm. Like, it's, it's, it's a very fucking... Um, it's a very liberal trap to fall into where you sit there and equivocate over, not that anyone here is doing that, but when people do equivocate over, like, oh, is it malice? Is it on purpose? It doesn't fucking matter. Like, if the material no, no, product no. at the end of it is causing this kind of shit, then it's a fucked system and it should be dismantled. Of course. I, I Again, I don't, like... I don't, I have no argue with that. You, of course I don't, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, of course not. I, I often feel that it's just like setting up machines of suffering with plausible deniability. And when individual ones like this get flagged up, you make a big song and dance about, you know, fixing that particular case. Well, meanwhile, the, the mill grinds on. It's like, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. This is a fucked system and it shouldn't exist. And the fact that yep. it exists and people like participate within it doesn't make them good guys. But like in this specific case, right, of the, the woman with Down syndrome and the council looking after her money, like in the mm. broader societal thing and, you know, whether or not things are malevolent or not, it's like, d does, does this kind of justice, quote unquote, even serve the interest of someone like the TV licensing authority or, you know, the DVLA or like Transport for London? No. Like, no, this the, is the thing, no uh, one wins it, out of this shit. Like, the TV licensing authority looks like a shower of dickheads for pursuing it in the first place. And the court yeah. system looks like a shower of dickheads for actually carrying it out. 
because all of this was easily made available information because the council sent a fucking letter. Like, none yeah, of that like, is in the public interest. No one's interests are served by, like, pursuing like, what, fucking a £2 fine or something stupid. Like No. No, and, and but, like, the thing that, like, that sort of, you know, because none of this is in the public interest, and I would argue, like, the vast majority of, I mean, all these miscarriages, certainly, but even, like, the majority of, you know, just whatever SJP prosecutions, if, whether or not this serves, like, the system itself because like and and even if but if you even if you want to get justice you know this poor woman thank fuck for that like someone like tristan kirk who is a a paid reporter for the evening standard a courts reporter and i haven't done my homework but i don't think there's many of those left if your case doesn't get heard or seen by someone like tristan kirk you are fucked if you're not, you know, unless you make like a big enough stink on like social media or something, but like there's no, there's no, there's no out, you know, there's no, yeah. Uh, in this case, the courts only intervened because it landed on, I think, the front page of the Evening Standard, which is read everywhere. So, mm. you know, like, like um, I just so like just to just to round it off because I think we've we've talked enough about this, and I don't think belaboring the point of how horrifying this, yeah. this story is like mm. um so two things because i was checking up as to like whether or not there had been like any any like responses or recent moves from like the government or all that or even the labor party well let's dispense with the first one can't find a single mention of the single justice procedure and the labor party on like the first three pages of google like not within the last <laughs> years in a relevant document so they're not talking about this which is no surprise because the former head of the crown prosecution service is now the leader of the party and he's not going to talk about this because it might ask some uncomfortable questions about what his role was when this system was set up and, and rolled out and you mm. know given his authoritarian streak i don't think we should rely on the labor party he to do much of anything but shit. certainly not change this um yeah and uh two more things then on the tory side so the latest tory proposal has been in general, that like you will be banned and, and like fined for wearing masks during protests because like then the facial recognition software can't get at you. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. according to that as well, like you can now be arrested and prosecuted um, if you carry flares or fireworks at demonstrations. And the way those new rules are written, it is incredibly likely that um, they will be able to prosecute you for having a flare at a protest. Uh, and then get you under an SJP. That's that that that's where that's going. Whether or not the masking itself will end up there as well is a, I don't know, but certainly the carrying of flares. And the last thing I wanted to mention because like the the example that we just talked about, uh, as does regard the TV license. So when this whole matter came out and it was like I said on the front page of the Evening Standard and you know people started asking some questions and there was a follow up piece in the Times etc. Um, mm -hmm. They asked ministers and it's the evening standard and at the time so the minister responded uh and that the only thing that they have responded in saying we might be interested in reforming about all of this is prosecutions as regards the tv license payment because of course <laughs> of course there <laughs> is uh, so the system itself works as intended brilliant so that's fantastic i, I try not to do like you know I don't think we, we anybody would argue that we are like specialists in the happy fun time podcast, but like I do think this is like you know 
we're talking about hundreds of thousands of convictions a year under like a, a really awful opaque ill-designed stupid malevolent system that is just like if you come in contact with it chances are sky high you are gonna get fucking railroaded you know yep. because the highest chances you won't even see the letter that fucks you over until the the payments are taken out of your wages or out of your benefits or you find out that you have a criminal like a um a criminal record and didn't get a job that you were after and you didn't even know call me call me, call me cynical but what's even to prove that the letter was posted I, well, yeah, at, that's, at this, at this that's point, a different I mean, argument, and uh, yeah, yeah, you can try that one with the government, but all they'll do is send you another letter. Oh yeah, I know, I know. So yeah, that's that's about all I wanted to to talk about. Yeah, cool. Well, I, I'm glad we got this month's depression episode out of the way. Um, that's that's good. Uh, so you mean this week? I, I'll try. No, no. <laughs> often they're funny. Um, often we find a guy or something, <laughs> and not. Fucking yeah. like the, the most boring format of Judge Dread possible, but sometimes we just need to let Rob have a little, have a little sad episode. <laughs> it's not I want to mind you. It's not that I I I've said it before. On it, no, we know it, we know what the fucking disease in your brain does to you. It's not no, it's like no, no, no. That's that's things. not it's that's that you not... have to. That's why you're on a podcast. It's therapy for you. We get it. No, 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 that's not, that's not the point what I was, that's, no, 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 that's not the point what I wanted to make. My genuine point was, and I think I could safely speak for all of us, if genuinely we could do, like, happy news podcasts every week about, like, you know, how the, those two cunts who, like, run Brewdog or something have been, you know, run over by <laughs> tractors and, you know, all their staff got properly paid and, you know, nobody got exploited anymore. I'd love that. That would be great. Like we would. Do you imagine how happy we could all be doing like good news podcast every week? You know about how things in the UK are improving. But you know, uh, yeah. But there's only so many show trials you can carry out before you start running out of DTNEs. So yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to I mean, just stick, stick to laughing at the Labour Party for the next little yeah. while. <laughs> I I doubt our ability to 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 do a good news podcast, but I am in favour of us like emulating and usurping Russell Howard to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, attack and dethrone Russell Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Now that we're on the other side of um the the most depressing part of the episode, let me attempt to outdo it with another depressing part in a game of comment or commentary. Hooray. But at least this is more whimsical. That's certainly not a word that should be used for it, but okay. <laughs> David is well known for his whimsy. I'm sure this will be oh, fine. Fuck off. Fuck off. Oh dear. Right, okay. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done on that one. Political efforts to get people off benefits and into jobs have been pathetic. Uh, Businesses are giving uh, up looking for workers from among the British population, instead, importing vast numbers of migrants. Lockdown is partly to blame. It what? further entrenched an existing tendency in Britain towards welfareism, bolstering the assumption that the state would always step in with generous benefits, even for people who are capable of working. The sharp Did increase my in the number. This? What the fuck? <laughs> the sharp increase in the number claiming to be unable to hold down jobs because of poor mental health 
may well be connected with the policy of actively banning normal human interactions during the pandemic, <laughs> a population-wide retreat from reality. This but is, the country um... also has to grapple with the possibility that for millions, it may feel perfectly rational no longer to strive or make any particular effort. Correct. Older this workers, is, this older is a com- workers, uh, this is a column by fucking Lawrence Fox. Older <laughs> workers flirting with early retirement speak of their alienation from companies that have been captured by woke HR <laughs> ideologues. <laughs> Comment or commentariat. It's commentariat, and it's by the wettest bitch on this fucking landmass. <laughs> oh, I had. Oh, they asked me to wear a little little rectangle of cloth over my mouth, and and I like decided that was dehumanising. Fuck you. This is fucking. Oh. This is Chat GPT. This is someone just asked someone to write like a general fucking, you know, <laughs> Telegraph article or fucking Sun column. Uh, but yeah, it is commentary. Yeah. Sun, either yeah, either, either in a fucking article or all the comment section. That was commentary. That was the Telegraph view, a view so fucking boring, no one wanted to put their actual name to it. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was the editorial uh, view. Oh, all right, that was that was the editorial view. It was um, titled "Britain is giving up on work," and um, it, it signed off um, with "Britain urgently needs to rediscover." The virtues of ambition and aspiration, or no, those of us who remain committed to personal responsibility and work, might mm-hmm. as well give up too. Yes, you're correct. Give up. It's yeah. weird that the reasonable part ends at like, is at the end of the article. I'll take it though. Um, yeah. So yeah, have you, have up, you discovered like it's bad actually? You, have you considered discovering the wonders of posting and gaming instead of going to work like a little bitch? <laughs> <clears throat> to cast Labour as faceless, disciplined, technocratic bots when the Tories have become a party of theatrical, splenetic pundits was only natural. Uh-huh. Only Rayner has escaped this framing. Fuck Born off. in a council house, pregnant at 16, and then a battling unionist in Stockport. She's described Clash as a, quote, unconscious bias in British society. Rayner's political enemies are class enemies. Tory sleaze merchants. Tory donor cronies. Tory scum. Rayner is not an outlier in Starmer's label. Nor is her story that exceptional in the Shadow Cabinet. Starmer is a never-look-back escapee from a nondescript Surrey town. Fuck Rachel Reeves. <laughs> It's a comprehensive schoolgirl with a lingering <laughs> memory of thrashing smug public school boys at chess championships. Fuck off! Wes Streeting's mother was born in prison. His father worked, variously, as a pub landlord, a car salesman and a minicab driver. David Lammy's rise from poverty in Tottenham was powered by a choral scholarship to a state-funded Church of England boarding school. Bridget Phillipson grew up in a Sunderland council house with no upstairs fuck. heating. Go fuck yourself. Morgan McSweeney's I first know, jobs I in sh- England were I on building beg sites. Of you make it stop. This is just the same Wikipedia thing all over defines again. an MP as... <laughs> When Sue Gray, Starmer's state-educated chief of staff, joined the civil service in the 1970s, 
its top bosses were posh amateurs, generalists, and classic Oxbridge all-rounders. You can't Fuck. say the same thing about Starmer's team. Comment or commentary yet. That's got Being being poor or working class is not epigenetic. You don't stay working class simply because you've <laughs> once seen a pebble-dashed house, you fucking clown. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this is... Is this Polly Toynbee? It smells like Polly Toynbee. It smells like the Guardian. I don't think it... I, I, I don't think No, it smells Guardian. like burnt toast. <laughs> I'm, this isn't times, is it, David? I don't know. I've not got my answers yet. Commentariat. Yeah, it's commentariat. That was Will Lloyd in The Times. Yeah. An article titled, Class War is Back in Fashion for Labour. Yeah, it, it felt less like they were building them up and more like they were sneering down at them, frankly. Yeah. So. Yep. Manners maketh man. Also, Kingsman movie clothes. <laughs> I believe the present era is the worst dressed in human civilised history. Even simple cleanliness of clothes is often lacking. People course, regularly sneer at me in my waistcoat and top hat. <laughs> of course, I don't mean dressing like a peacock is the way to go, but t-shirt, long shorts, trainers and baseball cap seems to be the whole world's preferred mode. Not forgetting... Athleisure wheel. Call me a snob if you like, but I stand by. Okay. Comment okay. Can I call you a cunt as well? Can I call? Yeah, I was about. I was about to ask that very question. <laughs> I mean, this could be fucking either, really, because like, whoever wrote it is like a godless dog fucker. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I, I I say comment because I think it's under edited. Uh, it's probably common, but I want to say that it's Tim Stanley who did that immortal tweet about builders la- laughing at him <laughs> oh, when he yeah. wore a bow tie. <laughs> okay, that was a comment in the Guardian. Mm. I mean, you can you can hear the gears that have been super glued to this prick's hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking. It's the. It's a comment by the Cybersmith. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, last one. Labour has calculated that this policy is a bigger liability than a vote winner. Labour knows the British electorate has long had the deep assumption that a Labour government is always likely to put their taxes up and damage the economy. The Tories know it too, which is why they trot this out at every opportunity. Labour know they will alienate some of its green-minded progressive vote by dropping the policy. But they think that's a risk worth taking. None of the above stops them implementing the policy when they win power. This is not about that. It's Go all about blunting the Tories' favourite attack line. Comment or comment. <laughs> comment or commentary. This, I'm going to say this is a comment. Comment, Guardian. I'm going to say this is Polly Toynbee. Commentary. Polly Toynbee. Commentary. That was a comment in the Guardian, and it yes, was it also a Guardian pick from the comment <laughs> section. Oh, pick the bits out of my ass, you fucking cunt! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, the girl just never fucking fails to let down. I love the comment section there. 
what they've done is they've put uh, Keir Starmer in a policy wind tunnel, uh, and in order to ensure that he's <laughs> completely electable, they are firing policies at, at him and ensuring that they slide directly around him. He's taking a sander to his hair just to make sure there's no lingering traces of Jeremy Corbyn's You, you are now all picturing smooth Starmer. In one of the pieces that I read when they dropped that 28 billion like green promise, they like one anonymous labor source did. Well, first your monocle pops out of your out of your uh, out of your eye. No, no, they, they, they referred it <laughs> as a um, uh, to it as a barnacle on on the smooth hull of the labor policy platform. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Po- policies you see are lot much like barnacles, and the Labour Party and its and its being elected into power are much like a sailing vessel in the 18th century. Getting Starmer <laughs> into the dry dock to give him a good. What shot I'm saying is, it is filled with 600 pound weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. setting sail for. Nice. It's setting sail for China. They, 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 we can only sell them opium still. Jesus. <laughs> It's important to have a muscular manifesto, not a molluscular manifesto. Uh, hence, Starmer and all the poppies, he's just indicating that he's opening, the, you know, the teeth <laughs> of China again. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, on that note, that will do us for this week, I think. Um, thank you very Shall much for yeah. listening. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we can't wait to stop recording, and you can't wait to stop listening. Um, yeah, but so, next week um, is the big two fifty, motherfuckers. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. We have nothing Fuck. planned, so no. Temper your expectations now. So by the time this comes out, you'll have a matter of days to yell at us on like Twitter with suggestions that we will ignore. Yeah, that we yeah, will we roundly none ignore. Of us read Twitter anymore. Ah, yep. well, the other, you know what I mean by Twitter. Blue skies is Twitter. Yeah, I don't no, care if they no. I don't care if they call the post skeets or fucking like jizzes or whatever like fucking. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> All it's complaints still, still can be made Twitter. on Twitter where none of us will read them. Yeah, and if we do read them by accident, we'll still not pay attention to you. Yeah, if you want us to read your posts, um, make them in the Discord, which you can join by going to patreon.com forward slash praxiscast. Um, five per a month uh, will get you access to said Discord, where you can make your complaints and. You know, we'll interact with them, but not take them on board. Yeah, and also, yeah. um, you'll get a bonus episode every month, which is fun. Um, we all like a bonus episode. The last one is genuinely like, if you want something more lighthearted, if you want to learn moon facts, yes. subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, yeah. Yes. If you want a good you will, pile you will of learn cleanser. to love the moon. Yes, moon. Yeah, we all we all love the moon here down at Praxis Cast HQ. We do. <laughs> we do now anyway. Um, yeah, so you've got that. Twitch.tv forward slash practicecast for streams. We were supposed to stream last week. We couldn't for like every possible variety of reasons imaginable. Uh, so sorry about that. But we'll be back probably next week on Thursday. Um, just stay tuned. We will post about that on Blue Sky, etc. So, or you'll find out about it on the Discord, patreon.com forward slash practicecast. And, um, and then you can get pinged available. by us. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Say, also, we might put out a shirt with the stream time on. <laughs> yeah, we might, which will be available at um, praxiscast.tml.com amongst other shirts, which will yeah. obviously be lesser to the one that announces the time of the occasional sometime yeah. stream. Well, yeah. wear your stream T-shirt full of question marks, and people will say, "Are you the Riddler?" You say, "No, I listen to podcasts." <laughs> you can only you can only find out the time of the stream by buying the shirt. <laughs> 
Okay, that's us. Plugs oh, are done. Go away. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See Bye. ya.